Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say, your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Hello and welcome to History Tea Time. I'm Lindsay Holiday, and I'm spilling the tea on history. Queen Mothers Who Gave Birth to the Most Children If you think the kids in your family are a lot to handle, imagine having over a dozen of them. That was the reality for the royal women in today's video. The primary expectation of queens and other well-born women of the past was to have as many children as possible to secure their husband's dynasty and bear a few spares to be used in advantageous political marriages. Their fertility was their life. They were married young and caught on a treadmill of pregnancy, birth, handing their babies over to be raised by wet nurses and tutors, and hopping back into bed to conceive again as soon as possible. Surely they looked forward to the relief of menopause. From a mere 14 offspring to a whopping 23, here are nine queens and empresses who bore an extraordinary number of children. Mumtaz Mahal, Mughal Empress Consort, 14 children. Mumtaz was born in 1593 to a noble Persian family. At 19, she married Shah Jahan, the future ruler of the Mughal Empire, which dominated modern-day India and parts of Afghanistan, Kashmir, and Bangladesh. Mumtaz was the second of three political brides of the emperor, but he had eyes only for Mumtaz. After fulfilling his obligation to sire a child by each of his other wives, he ignored them completely. He found Mumtaz in appearance and character elect among all women of the time. The couple had an intimate and loving relationship. She was his trusted advisor and constant companion at court and on military campaigns. Shah Jahan showered her with expensive gifts and the highest allowance ever paid to a Mughal empress. She gave birth to 14 children, seven of whom survived to adulthood. Hur-ul-Nisa, who died of smallpox at three. Jahanara, Dara Siko, who became heir apparent. Shuja, Roshanara, Arangzeb, Izad, who died in infancy. Soraya, who died of smallpox at seven. An unnamed son, who died shortly after birth. Murad, and Luft, Dulat, and San, who all died in childhood. 
Mumtaz had a difficult 30-hour labor with her 14th child. After the delivery, she bled to death. Her youngest child, Guhar, survived. Shah Jahan was devastated and ordered the construction of the Taj Mahal, one of the wonders of the world, as her mausoleum. He was buried next to her 27 years later. Towards the end of his life, his four surviving sons went to war over his throne. Third son, Aurangzeb, was victorious and became the next Mughal emperor. Charlotte of Mecklenburg-Strelitz, Queen Consort of Great Britain and Ireland. 15 children. Charlotte, born in 1744, was a German princess and Britain's first known biracial queen, though her black Moor ancestor, Madragana, was 13 generations back. At 17, she wed 23-year-old King George III of Great Britain and Ireland. The pair got along well and preferred a quiet life at home with their many children to court social life. Charlotte gave birth to her first child, the future King George IV, within a year of their wedding. She delivered 15 children in 21 years. The next were Frederick, William IV, who succeeded his brother when he died without an heir, Charlotte, who married the King of Württemberg, Edward, the eldest brother to produce a surviving legitimate heir, the future Queen Victoria, Augusta, Elizabeth, who became Landgravine of Hesse-Homburg, Ernst August, who inherited the Kingdom of Hanover from his brother because Victoria, as a woman, could not, Augustus Frederick, Adolphus, Mary, Sophia, Octavius, Alfred, and Amelia. I am planning a video profiling all of George and Charlotte's children soon. Queen Charlotte maligned her state of constant pregnancy. While expecting her 14th child, she wrote, I don't think a prisoner could wish more ardently for his liberty than I wish to be rid of my burden and see the end of my campaign. I would be happy if I knew it was the last time. She did, however, love her children dearly and they adored her in turn. Her two youngest sons, Alfred II and Octavius IV, died of smallpox. The rest of her children all survived to adulthood, sadly remarkable for the 18th century. Charlotte wanted to spare her daughters the agony of constant pregnancy, allow them a good education and keep them by her side. She was reluctant to let them marry, which they either never did or put off until they were in their 40s. None of Charlotte's daughters had any surviving children of their own. In his later years, King George III suffered from debilitating mental illness and their eldest son became Prince Regent. Charlotte died at the age of 74, with many of her children by her side. Anna Jagalunica, Queen Consort of Germany, Bohemia, and Hungary, 15 children. Anna was born in 1503, the only daughter of King Vladislas II of Bohemia and Hungary. Her parents died when she was young, and she was sent to be raised at the court of the Holy Roman Emperor Maximilian I. At 18, she wed the emperor's grandson, Ferdinand, who was the same age as she. At first, Ferdinand was shy and unsure what to do with his new bride but eventually the couple developed a loving bond, which resulted in 15 children. 
his Habsburg family had a long history of intermarrying, resulting in numerous genetic illnesses, stillborn babies, and a dangerously short line of succession. But Anna brought fresh DNA to the family. All but two of her children survived, giving the Habsburg dynasty a much-needed boost. Her children were Elizabeth, Maximilian, who would succeed his father as Holy Roman Emperor, Anna, who married the Duke of Bavaria, Ferdinand, Maria, who married the Duke of Ulich Cleve Berg, Magdalena, who became a nun, Catherine, who married King Sigismund II Augustus of Poland, Eleanor, who married the Duke of Mantua, Margaret, who became a nun, John, who died in childhood, Barbara, Charles, Ursula, who died in childhood, Helena, who also became a nun, and Ioana, who married Francisco I de' Medici, Grand Duke of Tuscany. Ferdinand's older brother, Charles V, inherited the Holy Roman Empire from their grandfather. Anna's brother, Louis, died childless after being thrown from a horse. Anna was next in line to the throne of Bohemia and Hungary, but those kingdoms weren't keen on having a female ruler. So Ferdinand claimed the thrones on his wife's behalf, and they ruled there as king and queen. Days after giving birth to her 15th child, Anna died at the age of 43, probably of childbed fever, an infection brought on by unsanitary conditions during the labor. Ferdinand never remarried. He inherited the title of Holy Roman Emperor from his brother nine years after his wife's death. Eleanor of Castile, Queen Consort of England, 16 children. The Spanish princess was named for her great-grandmother, Queen Eleanor of Aquitaine. In 1254, at the age of 13, she married her second cousin, the 15-year-old future King Edward I of England. Edward was a fierce warrior who went on crusade, conquered Wales, and tried to beat Scotland into submission. But at home, he was devoted and loving towards his wife, and is one of the few kings of England who is believed to have been faithful during his marriage. Eleanor was always by his side, enduring the harsh conditions of military camp life, all while bearing 16 children. She gave birth to her first child when she was just 13. The baby girl died within a few days. Her next two babies, Catherine and Joanna, also died shortly after birth. Children born to teenage mothers whose bodies have not yet fully developed face increased risk of premature birth and other complications. In the Middle Ages, it was common for the first few children of teenage royal brides to be miscarried or stillborn. John and Henry survived birth but died before the age of 10. Child number six, Eleanor, was the first to survive to adulthood. While the king and queen were on crusade, Eleanor delivered a stillborn daughter. Joan, Alfonso, and Margaret all survived. Berengaria died at two. Another daughter was stillborn. Mary lived to become a nun. Next, another stillborn son. Elizabeth survived and married the Count of Holland. By this time, Eleanor's body was worn out, but her only living son and Edward's only heir, Alfonso, died of illness at the age of 10. 
So Eleanor became pregnant one final time. Her last child, Edward, outlived his father to become King Edward II in 1307. While on the march with her husband in northern England, Eleanor contracted malaria. Her body was too weak to fight the disease. Her children were called to her side to bid her farewell, and she died at 48. Devastated, King Edward ordered the construction of 12 elaborate stone crosses, which mark the route of her funeral procession from Lincoln to London. Keran, Queen Consort of Armenia, 16 children. Keran, nicknamed Anna, was the daughter of a Turkish prince. She married Leo II, King of Armenia, sometime before 1262. Her birth is not recorded, so it is unclear how old she was. Contemporary scribes noted that Karan had a wonderful soul and a beautiful body, and that she was a good friend to her husband in trouble and joy. She gave birth to 16 children, 10 singletons, and 3 sets of twins. Her first, unnamed son, died young, as did her second and third, Constantine and Femi. Her fourth, Hethum II, lived to become king of Armenia, but was murdered. Next came a daughter, Isabella, then Thoros III, who succeeded his brother as king, and was also murdered. Reuben and Isabella died young. Simpad and another Isabella were twins. Simpad became king after Hethum and was not murdered, but Isabella was. Constantine I was king for a year. Rita married Byzantine Emperor Michael IX Paleologus. Her twin sister, Theophanu, died on the way to her own wedding. Nurses became a priest. Queen Koran's last pregnancy was with a set of twins, Oshin, who was the youngest brother to become king and was murdered, and Alinak. After bearing so many children, exhausted Queen Koran became a nun and retired to a monastery, where she died in 1285. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, everyone. You may recognize me as Gabby from the History of Everything podcast. And my name is Bruna, and you don't recognize me from anything yet. Together, we're two scientists who explore all of the weird little questions and conspiracies of the universe in our new podcast, Mystery of Everything. Everything has an explanation. We hope. But that is what we're here to figure out. We will dive into the science behind many popular conspiracy theories, such as vaccines causing autism, flat earth theory, and was the moon landing fake? And if so, why the heck would anyone even do that? But it's not just conspiracies. There's a lot of cool mysteries that we will attempt to use science to explain, such as near-death experiences, what made the Vikings go berserk, and can I control my co-host with MK Ultra? Wait, what? <laughs> anyway, make sure to check out the Mischief Everything podcast everywhere where you find your podcasts. 
Maria Teresa, Holy Roman Empress, 16 children. Maria Teresa was born in 1717, the eldest of three daughters to Holy Roman Emperor Charles VI. At 19, she was wed to Francis III Stephen, Duke of Lorraine, and she fell hard for him, but he was unfaithful to her throughout their marriage. As women were barred from ruling in various parts of the empire, Maria Theresa made her husband her co-emperor. But she never allowed him to attend council meetings or influence politics. She was the true power in the empire. All the while, she was defending and expanding her empire, approving policy and pushing through reforms. She delivered 16 children in 19 years. She asserted that, had she not been almost constantly pregnant, she would have gone into battle herself. The Empress used her 13 surviving offspring as political pawns in powerful dynastic marriages all over Europe. A number of her children contracted smallpox and several died. Maria Theresa had her offspring inoculated against the dreaded disease, popularizing the new life-saving procedure. Her children were Maria Elizabeth, who died at three, Maria Anna, who became an abbess, Maria Carolina, who died at one, Joseph, who succeeded her as Holy Roman Emperor, Maria Christina, who became Duchess of Teschen, Maria Elizabeth, also an abbess, Charles Joseph, Maria Amalia, Duchess of Parma, Leopold II, who succeeded his brother as Holy Roman Emperor, Maria Carolina, who died at birth, Maria Joanna, Maria Josepha, Maria Carolina, Queen Consort of Naples and Sicily, who bore 17 children and is next on our list, Ferdinand Karl, Marie Antoinette, who became Queen of France, and finally, Maximilian Francis, Archbishop of Cologne. I have videos profiling the fascinating lives of all of Maria Theresa's children, which I will link in the description. While Francis clearly made time for his wife, he also kept dozens of mistresses. Jealous, the Empress created a chastity commission to clamp down on prostitution, homosexuality, and adultery. The commission raided clubs, brothels, and private parties, and it was whispered that the Empress was searching for her wayward husband. He died after 29 years of marriage, and the Empress wore black for the rest of her life. She contracted smallpox and died at the age of 63. Maria Carolina of Austria, Queen Consort of Naples and Sicily, 17 children. She inherited her mother, Maria Theresa's, prodigious fertility. She was very close to her younger sister, Marie Antoinette, who went on to become Queen of France. The Empress had already betrothed three of her daughters to King Ferdinand of Sicily and Naples, but one by one, they each died of smallpox. Maria Carolina was the next in line, and she was terribly upset about the engagement. She wept and begged to be released, saying the marriage was surely unlucky. But her protests were ignored, and she was shipped off to Italy at the age of 15. 
the couple immediately disliked each other. She found him very ugly, and he said of their wedding night, she sleeps like the dead and sweats like a pig. Their mutual dislike did not get in the way of their chief matrimonial duty, perpetuating the dynasty. Maria Carolina gave birth to 17 children, though sadly only seven survived to adulthood. Maria Theresa, who married her first cousin, Francis II, Holy Roman Emperor. Maria Luisa, who married her first cousin, Ferdinand III, Grand Duke of Tuscany. Carlo and Maria Anna, who both died of smallpox. Francisco, who inherited the Kingdom of Two Sicilies from his father. Maria Cristina, who married King Charles Felix of Sardinia. Gennaro and Giuseppe, who both died of smallpox. Maria Amalia, who married Louis Philippe and became Queen of the French. Maria Carolina, who was stillborn. Maria Antoinetta, who married the future King Francis VII of Spain. Maria Clotilde, Maria Inchetta, and Carlo, who all died of smallpox. Leopoldo, and Alberto and Maria Isabella, who both died in childhood. King Ferdinand was a poor ruler, and Maria Carolina quickly became the real power in Naples and Sicily. She took a page from her mother's book and used her many offspring in political marriages, connecting her family to dynasties all over Europe. Her kingdom was overrun by Napoleon's army, and the family fled to Austria to seek the help of her nephew, Emperor Francis I. Before he could retake Naples and Sicily, the stressed-out Queen Maria Carolina was found lying dead on the floor of her room, surrounded by papers. She had suffered a stroke at the age of 62. She did not live to see Napoleon's final defeat or her husband's restoration as king. Anne, Queen of Great Britain, 18 children. Anne was born in 1665, the second daughter of King Charles II's younger brother, James. At 18, she was married to Prince George of Denmark, and they settled in England. Their first child was a stillborn daughter. She next gave birth to Mary and Anne Sophia, but when they were nearly two and one, the family became ill with smallpox. Anne miscarried another infant, and both of their baby daughters died. The couple were devastated and often sat in silence, holding hands and grieving their lost children. Over 16 years, Anne lost 18 children to miscarriage, stillbirth, or infant mortality. Only a few lived long enough to be named. Her seventh child, Prince William, survived the longest and was granted the title Duke of Gloucester. He was Anne's pride, joy, and the only hope for the Stuart dynasty. But he died at the age of 11 of an unknown cause. Her eighth, Mary, and ninth, George, were born alive and were baptized, but died within hours. Anne's 15th pregnancy resulted in twins who were miscarried too early for her doctors to determine their sex. Medical historians believe that Anne's numerous tragic losses were due to her having Hughes syndrome, which causes the blood to be sticky and thick. This would explain many of the queen's health problems, which confined her to a wheelchair later in life. 
Sticky blood has a hard time traveling through the veins of an adult, but it is nearly impossible for it to travel through the minuscule veins of a fetus. A now commonplace medication, aspirin, would have thinned Anne's blood and saved her baby's lives. While Anne was going through all of this emotional reproductive turmoil, Great Britain was going through political turmoil. Anne's uncle, Charles II, died without a legitimate heir, and her father became King James II. He shocked the Protestant nation by converting to Catholicism. Parliament invited his eldest daughter, Mary, and her husband, William, Prince of Orange, to peacefully invade the nation, chase James out, and become joint king and queen. They died childless, and Anne became queen in 1702. Two years earlier, Anne had suffered her final pregnancy and lost her only living son, William. Without an heir to carry on the Stuart dynasty, it was decided that the throne of Great Britain would go to Anne's closest Protestant relative, George, Prince Elector of Hanover. Queen Anne died in 1714, age 49. And now, the queen with the most recorded offspring, Deranjan Dadiani, queen consort of Georgia, with an astonishing 23 children. Daranjian was a princess of Western Georgia, born in 1738. When she was just 12, she was married to the 30-year-old future King Heraclius II of Georgia, whose second wife had recently died. He already had four sons from his late wives. Over the next 30 years, Darjian gave birth to 23 children, 13 of whom reached adulthood. Solomon, who died at two, Hélène, Miriam, Sophia, who died in childhood, Levon, Owain, who died in childhood, Ewelin, Vaktan, Solomé and Barry, who died in childhood, Temuraz, who became the Catholic Patriarch of Georgia and was later canonized as Saint Anton II of Georgia, Anastasia, Ketivan, Soslan David, who died in childhood, Miran, Korishan, who died in childhood, Alexander, Lorsab, who died in childhood, Ekaterina, Tekel, Parnos, Archil, and Aslamas Khan, who died in childhood. Queen Darjion wanted to secure the reign of her own sons rather than those of her husband's late wives. She persuaded Heraclius to sign a will stating that after his eldest son George was king, the throne would go to his brothers rather than his own sons. But after Heraclius died, King George VII threw out the will, saying that his stepmother had coerced his father into signing it. Rivalry grew between King George and his stepmother and five surviving half-brothers, Ulian, Vaktan, Miran, Alexander, and Parnos. The two sides sought the support of their powerful neighbors. George was backed by Russia and Darjian's sons by Iran. Alexander attempted a coup, but he failed, and Dowager Queen Darjian was arrested and imprisoned. 
King George died in 1800, and Russia stepped in to prevent a new king from being named. Darshion appealed to Tsar Alexander I to name one of her own sons over George's son, Prince David. But instead, the Tsar annexed the nation for himself, bringing an end to a millennia of Bagratid dynasty rule in Georgia. He forced Darjian and her family to move to Russia so he could keep an eye on them and they couldn't inspire rebellion. Dowager Queen Darjian spent the rest of her life in a rented house in St. Petersburg. She died in 1807, age 69. If you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe. I'll be putting out new episodes every Tuesday, revisiting and revamping my most popular YouTube videos, unburying some of my favorite hidden gems, and adding even more fascinating information for your listening pleasure. Want some visuals with your history? Then check out my YouTube channel, History Tea Time with Lindsay Holiday, where you can find hundreds of videos about queens of the world, royal history, women's history, and more. You can also follow History Tea Time on Instagram, Facebook, and TikTok. This podcast is part of the Airwave Media Podcast Network. Visit airwavemedia.com to listen and subscribe to other great shows like Queen's Podcast, Ancient History Fangirl, Redacted History, and more. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Do you love history but hate when it's stuffy and boring? Well, look no further and join me, Katie Charlwood, your friend, the neighborhood social scientist and reader of books, as I delve into unsolved historical mysteries, murders by gaslight, and of course, women who have been misrepresented through all time. On Who Did What Now, the history podcast that's not your history class. Listen wherever you get your podcasts. <laughs>